What would I say that puts the proper gravitas on what it meant to see the goat in such a state? It's been a very long time since I've seen one so old be so... shaken. It's a sight to see how the simple mood shift of a demi will shear the world from your mind, throw some deep shades of rot on the canvas, draw edges where solids end, and turn the volume down three notches, all before replacing the scene a few degrees off kilter. A normal, or whatever passes for that, side alley not thirty meters from the front of the elsewhere was more reminiscent of a giant gash in the building row. Something organic, of black fuzz and red iridescence, grew along the walls and floor. And where the alley wasn't carpeted, any flat surface sprung out at odd angles and in boil-like shapes. Ian was almost afraid to leave his car so close, lest it be eaten by the moss. <sighs> I'd be surprised if that clunker didn't fight back, should the ominous stuff give it a go. The street outside the front door was much the same as the alley as we approached. We weren't even inside, and it already felt like we were well within the maw of a creature far more ancient than either of us had ever dealt with. Ian tried to play it cool, but I could see his hand shake as he flicked his coat collar up. Though, that could just be because it's been five minutes since he's had a drink. Well, that's horrific. You weren't kidding when you said old goat had their feathers ruffled. This is their doing? Yeah, I think so. This is their little slice of real estate, after all. Careful where you step. That fuzzy, inky shit is everywhere, and you don't want to get it on you. Why? You know what this stuff is? Yeah, it's disgusting is what it is. Got some on my pant leg when we stepped out of the car. Cold and moist, I'm probably going to have to throw these shoes out too. Probably for the best you throw out the rest of the ensemble too. What? Why? Did I get on my coat too? Where is it? I can't see it. No, you just have an awful sense of style. Har har. Let's just get inside. Yes, I've been trying. Everything is fine otherwise. Yeah, it happened again, but I don't see what the problem is. Just toss them out into the river. It's not like I can trust them anymore. Not after that sloppy work. Anyway, I'll have to let you go. I've got company. No, no, I can handle it. Ian, darling, good of you to drop by. You know, I was just talking with a friend of mine about that smash-and-grab blunder you strong-armed a club goon into. Oh, we had a laugh. <laughs> hey, a G. Still stringing out poor saps in the blight, huh? It pays the bills. Paying the bills is important, yeah? So I imagine you like keeping this from the eyes of the law? That can't be easy, goat. I have my ways, little birdie. Oh, that's cool, you know. I'd like to learn more about those... ways of yours. Oh, Ian, I like your friend, so direct. Does she have a name? She is B. 
and she doesn't like games, especially when it interferes with our very short timeline. B, huh? B and G. B and G. <laughs> Sounds like a poor excuse for a grocery store. Anyway, where were we? Oh, yes, my methods. Afraid I can't help you, friend. I give those out and I'm out of a job. Okay, look, G, we know about the folk. The ones who don't exactly belong, who've come in here pretty regularly. You don't need to tell us how you do what you do. But we do need something. We need the names of your Blight associates. Meeting them would be preferable, though. If you prefer, think of it as you setting up a date between friends who ain't met yet. I might be amenable to that. I'm going to need you to do something for me, though. Let me guess. You need help cleaning house. Sharp as a tack. Yes, little birdie. If you and Mr. Thompson can go, um... Persuade an associate of mine to return to their creator, I will have my immediate plate cleared to begin... Sourcing the right info for you two. My terms are easy, then. Payment on delivery, the usual NDA, and a club mediator should any dispute arise. Deal? I wouldn't have it any other way. You know where they're sending us? What? You've never been to Demon's Den? Great place. The cloud around it is thick enough to cut with a knife. The place is a garden of overflowing trash, with each bin a proverbial bouquet of garbage. Piss and shit cover the walls and floors and ceiling. Oh, and never go in without some sort of offering to the Watcher, lest our arms be tied to the ends of their favorite chains and we be ripped in twain. Yeah, it's actually where I'm planning my retirement. No sympathy for the devils, I see. None whatsoever. Don't be too hard on them. And yeah, I've been there before. You know they were tossed down here like the rest of us, only they didn't have the first demis to guide them. Look at them. All rage, despair, regret, and pain. Sprinkles and a cherry on top. Do you know how many I've had to put down? No. Too many. Too many. Do you know how many of them want to stick the business end of my gun against my head and pull the trigger? Do I want to know? No. Probably not. I suppose, then, worst case scenario, everyone loses their cool, you'll be prepared to do what needs to be done. Ian, you good to go? Not that it really matters, but yeah. G topped me off with some top shelf stuff before we left. I didn't realize it at that point, but Ian had something more eating at him than just a vague guilt of past dirty deeds. He picked at his earlobe, and he occasionally let slip a soft, exasperated sigh. I wondered if I had made a mistake. I knew his rep was something of a roller coaster, 
but his behavior did beg the question of whether or not he was at an all-time low. As we approached, I could smell the change in the air that happens right after the rain passes. We just missed it, and the atmosphere felt heavier than ever. The tenement building, lovingly named the Demon's Den, came into view as we rounded the corner, and one would think the dreariness brought by the rain would subside with it passing. Here it never seems to stop. Groups of young spawn played around the empty lot next door, and, though our assignment was inside, the first order of business was waiting for us out front. The watcher, as his name implied, kept an eye over the building's inhabitants, but also acted as their guard. We had no fitting demonic reason for being there, so I took to distracting the watcher whilst Ian snuck around back. He caught me up when he returned, but... I wasn't sure if he had told me everything. I decided to let it slide this time, upon seeing his bemused expression. All right. She's got them all tied up. Time to hit the third floor. Hello? Watcher summons. Better get out here if you know what's good for you. Yeah, I'm moving, I'm moving. Well, hey! Uh, no, please. Go away. Tell God I need another chance. Tell him I can get the job done. I, I can do it right this time. Please. 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 You and your friends struck out with your employer. I need things done. Things only the goat can get done. My price was you, kid. How you want to handle it? No, please, it's not my fault. She was tougher than they told us, but we won't get caught up. Shut up. Each. How about this? You tell me who you're talking about, and promise to never leave the den again, and I won't slam my fist through your brain pan so hard your entire brood would feel it. The trio, the goat, called him. We were able to get one of them alone. Never dreamed she'd be able to last five seconds, let alone take a homer to the chest and just shrug it off. So some average chain citizen was able to match a demon's brawn? You all are losing your edge. They ain't citizens, that's for sure. And they ain't average either. Look, Mr. Thompson, I can't stay here. Too many enemies within these walls. Ain't you got family all over this building? Yeah, that's what I said. Please, Mr. Thompson. Please. Just let me go. I... I can't. I can't stay here. Please. Let me go. Too risky, kid. If I do, the goat will find out. And that's trouble I ain't looking for. Don't let me see you. Got it.
Hmm, poor soul. You're too good at this. They'll be offering themselves in droves by the time you're done. Thank you for joining us for the second episode, Demis and Demons, of the Facades of Gods. Again, you can catch us on Twitter at TheFogPod, or you can go to our website at NoShowRadio.com. This episode was written, directed, and edited by me, Kyle. You can find me on Twitter at LordKyleK. The part of B. Remington was played by Falcon Heavy. What's up, everybody? This has been Falcon Heavy. You can reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter at HelloFalcon. And Ian Thompson was played by Bam Bam. You can find me, Bam Bam, on Twitter at HotBam with three M's. Till next time, catch you later. This has been a No Show Radio production.